Get ready for a whirlwind of judicial confirmations this week. Under pressure from Republicans and the prospect of ads running against him, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is ramping up confirmations this week. He set up votes for four nominees to the federal appellate courts. Less than two weeks ago at a press conference in the Rose Garden, President Trump complained that the Democrats were holding up votes on his judicial nominees, but he bragged about the number of judges he's had confirmed. They are obstructing. They're doing it's really what I'm telling you. They're not good politicians, but they're very good at obstruction. Something that people aren't talking about is how many judges we've had approved, whether it be the Court of Appeals, circuit judges, whether it be district judges. Nine of Trump's judicial nominees, including Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch, have been confirmed by the Senate. At the same time, during his administration, President Obama had five judicial nominees, including Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, confirmed. Joining us is Carl Tobias, a professor at the University of Richmond School of Law and an expert on judicial nominations. Carl, in one week, votes on four nominees to the federal courts of appeals. That's one level below the Supreme Court. How fast is that? It's very fast. Um, way ahead of, I think, Obama and Bush. Um, and it's, but it's important to remember, and I think uh, Senator Feinstein, the ranking member on Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, said and criticized uh, moving uh, nominees that quickly. I think the uh, Democrats never did that under Obama. Uh, in terms of ha stacking so many in one week. It's very difficult to prepare, as she said, um, for that many nominees, study their records, and be ready to actually debate it in a substantive manner when you have all of those in one week. Carl, taken as a group, how would you characterize Donald Trump's nominees? Maybe let's just start with the appeals court level. How conservative are these people that he is putting up there? Well, I think they are very conservative. I don't think there's much question about that. And a number of them, of course, uh, were recommended or even compiled um, by the Federalist Society and Heritage Foundation uh, for the initial group of 20 from whom uh, Justice Gorsuch was selected. Uh, many of those have been nominated now to the appeals courts. Uh, they're very uh, conservative, but they, most of them are very well qualified as well, except for one uh, we just found out yesterday who received a unanimously not qualified rating uh, by the American Bar Association. Which judge is that? Or which prospective uh, judge? It's uh, Steve Graz, uh, who is from Nebraska, uh, nominated to the Eighth Circuit, and he has a hearing tomorrow. Uh, and we'll see how that goes. To, Carl, talk about the two nominees that were subjected to intense criticism by Senate Democrats. One, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, is on track to be confirmed today to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit. Well, Tell she, us what the objections were. Uh, I think the objections were uh, that she... Uh, had not had any appellate experience um, as a lawyer, uh, and there were concerns about uh, questions that uh, she might not uh, be unbiased on certain questions. Um, and there was some questioning in the Judiciary Committee uh, about uh, whether she could put aside her her faith, I think, was the way
way it was phrased, and I think it was awkwardly uh, asked by a couple of senators. Um, and some have said that's a religious test. I don't think that was what anybody had in mind. Um, but she has um, a very strong record of scholarship, and I think she uh, handled the questions uh, very well in her hearing. So I expect, as you suggest, that she will be confirmed. Uh, she uh, had a cloture vote yesterday and uh, is on track, as you suggest, uh, for confirmation either today or tomorrow. Carl, the, the Alliance for Justice, which is a liberal group, uh, uh, put out a statement yesterday that said uh, that because of all the, the Russia investigation, because of uh, questions about whether the, the, the Trump campaign was involved in collusion with, with the Russian government in the campaign, the group said this is no time for lifetime appointments to the bench. Is there something to that? Is there, if we get to the point where there are, um, you know, real questions about uh, either this president's legitimacy or you know whether impeachment might be around the corner, are Democrats justified in taking that into account in really trying to slow down judicial nominations? Well, I don't think we're there yet, and if we get to that point, um, it, people need to discuss it and debate it. But I think as long as the Republicans have a majority, they're not likely uh, to do very much about that. Um, and it does seem rushed this week, to be sure, in terms of stacking the four uh, in one week. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. Carl, Republican. Has, has anyone – has McConnell addressed the fact that he held up they're, – they're blaming the Democrats for holding these up – he held up and killed Merrick Garland's nomination to the Supreme Court? Well, and they, the people like Amy Coney Barrett, are uh, uh, nominated for uh, seats that uh, very highly qualified uh, Obama nominees were nominated for and had no hearing because they were blue-slipped by – uh, Republican home state senators, uh, and McConnell was the foremost leader of that group. Uh, so uh, that's, the, I think, a fact that we all know. Carl, only about 30 seconds left, but uh, should we be concerned that the president has uh, farmed out so much of the process of selecting these prospective judges to the Federalist Society and other conservatives? Well, I think it is a, a real question. Um, it seems to me it ought to be done in the White House, completely by the White House, uh, not by interest groups uh, of any sort. Uh, so I think that's unfortunate. I think it's also unfortunate that McConnell seems pressed by the threat that Judicial Confirmation Network will run ads uh, against him. That doesn't seem like a very good way to run the government. Thanks so much for being here, Carl, as always. That's Carl Tobias, professor at the University of Richmond School of Law. That's it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. Wall Street time. Hope you'll be as well. Thanks to our producer, David Sucherman, and our technical director, Chris Tricomi. Coming up next, Bloomberg Markets with Carol Masser and Corey Johnson. Carol's here to tell us what's the top thing on their agenda. So, June, you've heard of Google. You've heard of Facebook. You've yes. heard of Twitter. Yes. Well, representatives from those big tech companies, they're testifying for Congress on the extent of Russian influence on their networks in the election. So and we're going to be covering that. I'll be listening to that for sure. That's coming up next on Bloomberg.